Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. I'm getting alcohol and food, so I guess that makes up for being able to pay bills. I feel like a little little bag of like tortillas made me get like five dollars for the show. Should yeah, I think you could get like a like a bag of tostadas? Tostadas? As should pay? I go? Should I go to my insurance company and be like, I don't have cash to pay you, but could I give you my drink tickets I didn't use? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me. Can I pay you in uh, what I've been paid in many times? Exposure. Does that work? Does I, an insurance I think company settle for exposure? I think I'm. I think I'm um, co-starring in the Son of Gacy movie, and I was going to hope to be uh, Gacy's mom, <laughs> probably with a wig, and because um, I I like you know I like going trans and everything. But uh, I haven't gotten any pay for it yet. But um, I'm hoping to make a hundred dollars. Jeremy, I I always wanted to play Ed Kemper, and you could be my mom in Ed Kemper story. Do you, uh, I, I don't know who that is. You don't know who Ed Kemper is? What the fuck? Is he like the leader of uh, Kemp Mill Records? No, he's a prolific serial killer. But uh, his thing is that he killed his mom and then fucked her head at her severed head. That's why I wanted you to play the mom. Well, I'd like to fuck somebody's head in a movie, but I mean... <laughs> Who amongst us? Look, you know, these wannabes, they didn't even dress like a clown just because they fucked their, their guy's mom, whatever, you know, it's their head, whatever. I mean, they could be, they could be like Mark Hoffman. At least he, you know, exposed the entire Mormon church. Amen. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little... I'm a little um, um, uh, country, uh, and and Ashley's and, a little and bit rock, rock and roll. roll, and I am the other person on Quality Time. Welcome mm-hmm. back for another episode. Uh, I'm, I'm your host, Eric Woodworth. I'm joined did, by did, my very anxious brother. Hello, yes, Jeremy. Did, did you did you hear the uh, uh, the password for our Zoom today was six six six? Oh, I did see all those sixes. I had to type them. So great. So we're doing the a movie with a, a a satanic name with the name with 666 in the movie. 
Hey, your day is tomorrow, you Christians. Today's my day. Today's the day. Oh, wait a second. My is, God ruled. Wait a second. This is Hollow Easter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your God oh, is still dead until all, midnight. <laughs> all Hallowed's Easter, uh, as which was when we're recording this. Although everyone listening uh, would be the soon as Monday, so it's it's post Easter. Getting getting rid of that post Cadbury nut, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's good to be back. I'm joined by Jeremy, who just heard also the very lovely Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? I am, like, not hungover, but my body feels like it is. Like, I got the shakes from, like, as if I was drinking, and I'm shitting like a drunk. So, like, I don't quite know what's happening. That should be your comedy album name, Shitting Like a Drunk. (laughs) Um... Eric, those are going to be my future vows. <laughs> Go, where you, you have... shit, where you shit, I will shit. Where you puke, I will puke. <laughs> every puke you take, and every, every candle you take, and every rat you scrape, every skin you flake, you'll be on quality time. Um, <laughs> so you had quite a day yesterday ashley you got to go to orioles opening day a maryland uh holiday dare i say how was your first extravaganza into the camden yards it was wonderful i'm not sure if they're listening or not but huge thank you to dana and marcus on for having an extra ticket which meant a lot i was just super happy to go and then unfortunately because the way it worked out though i just couldn't sit with them and i was by myself but like i was happy who cared but they were so nice that they pulled in another friend who has season tickets and they're like, hey, do you have one so I can get her down better seating? Mm-hmm. They put me behind home plate and it was amazing. Oh, nice. It was awesome. So so that was fantastic. And then I got to see you really briefly because it was um, Tommy's partner's birthday. Um, I like I'm you called Lou a partner. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well, I feel weird just like saying people's <laughs> names on the podcast. No, I think we can say Lou Simbazo. That's fine. Okay. Sure. Well, she she had a birthday and it was lovely to see her and see everybody. I didn't know that uh, I didn't know that uh, Tommy was gay with a guy. <laughs> um Jeremy, I I'm embarrassed for you. How long like you know your brother has been in like a broke back level relationship with Tommy. Yeah, I'm in a band called a Bussy. <laughs> do you think that was just yeah. a clever name? No, it's what we do with our peepaws in our batals. Yeah, don't you realize that I am like a comedy beard? That like I'm only their opener, so no mm-hmm. one knows they're fucking. Um, <laughs> so anyway. we're just we're just we're we're just we're joking. He's he's with a a chick, so. Okay, they're both cool. they're both with women you know what's funny jeremy i'm the only one that's not with somebody because <laughs> god's funny um so <laughs> so she had a birthday party it was lovely it was great to see everybody but there's one thing that nobody knows because it just wasn't on my mind to tell anyone at the time so we go out for karaoke at one point and tommy's mother is there miss terry and she's always very sweet very lovely and it's very loud because Tommy is on stage uh, doing Limp Biscuits cover of Faith, uh, which is, of course, the best version. Mm-hmm. And while Tommy is like screaming, having a great time, it's loud. And Tommy's mom leans over to me and she's like, I just 
I'm just I'm very proud of him. Tommy is very autistic. And, <laughs> and I look at her. I don't really know what to say. And I just go, I mean, I actually don't notice it that much. But like, I don't know, maybe a little bit. And she looks offended a little bit or just confused. And she's like, I don't know. I mean, just ever since he was a little kid, like I knew. And and she's like, he does all these hobbies and things. I'm like, yeah, that's that's true. And she's like, I just, you know, she's like, I just it feels good to know that other people you know see see the autistic side of him and everything and i'm like oh all right yeah and so basically it, just telling you i'm glad my retarded son has friends that's cool i never thought this would happen <laughs> and then it dawns on me that she did not say autistic <laughs> she she said that tommy was artistic <laughs> Hey, you know that that wasn't your only miscue with Miss Terry either yesterday. <laughs> do you do you remember what I don't think you noticed that you did this. But, oh no. So when what? we were out on the deck, okay, okay. Tommy Miss Terry wasn't paying attention. She's talking to Lou and Laura over there, okay? Yeah. And Tommy says, he's like, try to point out how many times my mom miss says things. She says, uh, oh Ninja Turtles. Did she, you get it? Yeah. And then so she overheard us talking about it, and then Tommy, she was like, yeah, there's a new TMNT movie that's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then he goes, she goes, oh, that's great. Yeah, was like, and then you butted in. She was like, he goes, yeah, we were just talking about somebody who mispronounces everything. And she goes, oh, me, I guess. Like that. No, and I, no and, I know. And then I felt bad. So then as I, you did that, Tommy goes, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I know. It was me. I just completely. Oh, God. I know that was my fault. And I completely just fucking. Do you uh, you know what it was like? So when I was uh, when I was in uh, middle school, I think it was like sixth grade. Me and my friend uh, Mark were uh, would frequently. um, Well, he would shoplift and I would (laughs) usually pussy out. But we were going into the gas station and. our friend Sean, or his little brother Shawnee, who would also grow up to later to be my roommate, goes up to Mark as we're about to enter the door and goes, "Mark, are we stealing?" As loud oh as my he God. could say. <laughs> 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 and it, it reminded me of the, it was the same kind of energy. Like, you shut up, you idiot. <laughs> hey, I'm not great at insulting people privately. It's just I have to do it to your face or not at all. Um, I, no, I, was- heard, I, I heard about uh, Justin at the uh, casino when when he when he has his friends at the casino. They'd be like, Yeah, yeah, we're we're. Ca- Counting cards. We're counting cards like Rain oh, yeah. Man. So, so. Yes, Jeremy is referring to something on the Robin Joe show about uh, the great John Muma, who was actually counting cards, and they got removed from there. I didn't have the name. I didn't have the name. The guy. I just said there was a guy counting cards. Oh, great, John Muma, great fellow. Oh God, a local comic from years past uh, that actually beat up a guy by hitting him with an entire bicycle. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Ashley, not, hey, 
Not even a joke. He got out of a car, took somebody off of their bicycle, and then beat them with their bicycle. <laughs> I gotta be honest. The fact that you want me to be shocked that he would count cards is weird. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one other story, like super unrelated. Mm-hmm. But in all of my travels yesterday, Eric, I met so many interesting people, and I will not tell you my source because I don't want them to get in trouble. But someone was sharing with me that they're like, yeah, I love wrestling. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, you know who else loves wrestling? Eric Woodworth. And they're like, really? Oh, my God. He's a huge fan. He jizzes for it every fucking time he gets the chance to watch Mm -hmm. it. Loves it. And they go, oh, that's funny. I should invite him to one of my events because I sponsor some big events. And one time I had Ric Flair come to my event and um, Rick was wearing all white. And while he was in the meet and greet line, Rick Flair <laughs> shit himself. Uh, yes! And, and, <laughs> and refused to take care of it so he could keep meeting fans. And then you can just <laughs> well, Hell yeah. Shit, his white suit. <laughs> um, shit squealing. Wheeling, dealing, woo! Cornazine riding, shit flying, son of a gun! Uh, unlike. Go Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say it's Call of Nature, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. So old ass Rick Uh, Flair shit his pants. uh, 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 I like him. Unlike Eric, I don't I don't like wrestling, except I really like midget wrestling, and I've definitely paid midgets to uh staple um uh, money to actual midgets with a staple gun oh my god but uh we've almost had a, had him a, 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 a guest on probably the a special program i'm trying to get our our guest uh mike coons who is a a, a, a up and up and coming um midget wrestler and oh. and he's also an actor and he's not just He's not just uh, micro wrestling; it's micro midget wrestling, and it's that's even that's how smaller. he. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they might as well be like little t- tiny um, Lego people, and they're like make pygmy pygmy size, but they'll take like a thousand with to to wire you up when you're on the ground. So like, he's kind of like, like a, a teacup pig, <laughs> as a person. But either way, he's he really looks like. Um, um uh jack purvis from uh time bandits and also uh uh um the the baron munchausen he's the only midget in um baron munchausen who died of of a car crash jeremy can i tell can i tell eric the idea that you and i came up with the other day for making you more suitable income um midget sex i'm listening no um listeners we were kind of roping you in here eric i just i need your we need your support okay um, I'm, I'm here for support yeah hear us out jeremy had an amazing idea uh pogo only fans i'm gonna help jeremy set up a pogo only <laughs> and I'll, only i'll be naked so you see my junk all the time mm-hmm. but just the face is makeup but but totally flaccid Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I also me... have, have uh, makeup on my penis. Okay, yeah. makeup on my penis. <laughs> These are all good ideas. Uh, 
Uh, okay. Um, how about this? Okay. Rogo, like as a deal, okay? Rape one, get one free. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> the... I'm just, I'm throwing out, I want to add things, you know, um, to... Well, well, Eric, we want you to feel included too because okay. quality yeah. time is a group effort. Yeah. So hear me out. One of the tiers, if you give a certain amount to Jeremy, they get a free bussy magnet. <laughs> They, the original bussy magnet was just a lot of candy in the van. Anyway, continue on, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, whenever, whenever you say the word group, I, I love it when Mary Warnoff in the movie Warlock says grope session. No. Yeah, grope well, session. Hey, you could have a grope session, Jeremy. Tell your followers, spend enough money, you can just do a circle jerk. Just make it look like a tilt-a-whirl, but it's you in makeup. <laughs> just, just, just go around circle. Jeremy, what other things do you think you could do on the Jeremy Woodworth uh, Pogo OnlyFans? Pogo fans? Um, I would probably say 99.9% um, bad rape jokes as Pogo the Clown. Okay, yeah. Do you think maybe we could throw in some animated elements where we could have like a, a Tom Myers face moving like, hey, Jeremy, how's it going? You're like, shut up. And you like face fucked Tom Myers as like a... You know, like a like a ten dollar tier level something. Like that. Oh, only ten? What mm-hmm. if what if you know, for like a hundred dollars? Because you need mm-hmm. to get these people spending money, Eric. We need to sustain yeah. Jeremy. Yeah, you're bills. right. You're right. His health uh, bills. I, oh, I, I will definitely. I will definitely make uh, ukulele songs, if not uh, mm-hmm. guitar songs, making uh, bad go. bad. Um, uh, whoever that 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 weirdo from the '60s that made. Sonny Bono wigs. Songs like uh, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Oh, Tiny Tim. There you go. Tippy time, yeah. Well, but seriously, you could make very specific songs for people who give it a certain level, but also for like $100. You'd be like, watch me fuck this cantaloupe I dressed up like Restivo. Oh. If 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 somebody can pay me like thousands of dollars... I can make like a little, a little ventriloquist dummy, but it's actually a dead child that will articulate the the mouth movements to okay. sing songs yeah. with me. Oh, like a lot. yeah, that's cool. The original master of puppets, Jeremy Woodworth. Oh. Yeah, master of puppets. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy, the master of puppets. Uh, huh. Yeah, it's just a little stranger trick. Strang- stranger things. <laughs> Well, how have both of you been? You always ask me, how are you boys? So I did the same thing as you last night, uh, Ashley, except I went home uh, a little earlier. (laughs) Uh, I did, though, uh, while you ladies were all upstairs uh, gallivanting, I went downstairs with Brian and and Thomas, and we played Golden Tea. We played a a little round of Golden Tea down there. Mm. And have you played Golden Tea? golf before are you familiar Mm-mm. with it Mm-mm. okay um jeremy jeremy are you familiar with the golden tea uh the, the golf game yeah the golf game where the with the track ball where you roll it like this it um, sounds like the wor- it, it makes sounds like the worst um video game ever made yes no it's a good game um, oh it's I was, horrible i was confused eric when you said golden tea i thought that's whenever tommy peed in my tea without telling me ah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh i'm playing golden tea which i enjoy mm-hmm. playing because um it's fun and yeah. uh all four of us are playing down there and i realize that i 
as Brian and Tommy are winning every single hole, I don't have the autism to compete with them at this game. Uh, I realized that very quickly that I was far too not autistic. And I also do this thing too, where it's like where I'm playing something and if I'm losing, I'm like, this shit's fucking gay. I don't even think this is a good game. (laughs) I just immediately become soured to the entire idea uh, as I'm getting waxed by Brian and Thomas. Does does this come from like little Eric experience when you're like, you know what? I'm not wanting, I don't want to play no more and just push the game off the table. It's not even that, it's not even that I don't want to play anymore. It's like it, this game was never, ever good. Like I have now made a, I'm making a narrative that <laughs> it's not even a good game to begin with and nobody should ever play it. Um. Have, have you ever played the game Ladybug? Uh, no, no. What's Ladybug? It's because it sucks. Mm. Oh, you just don't like golden tea. What What don't you like about golden tea, Jeremy? I, I kind of think it's ex- ex- exciting, like, you know, playing with a, a handful of poo in your hand or something, you know? <laughs> oh, so it just doesn't, it doesn't move it. You, you don't get any playing with your friend. Have you ever played golden tea with friends? I, I know the game. It just looks boring as hell. So you it never looks... even played Now you haven't even played it, dude. He'd That's rather like, play Dig Dug. Dude, this is like you and being against the gays and you've never even sucked a dick before. It's like, come <laughs> on, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Look, just because you tr- tried it once or once doesn't mean you gave up. You know, like, why don't you try sucking some more dicks? Uh, well, but no, that's uh, that's been pretty much my my day, my my life. Uh, my car still isn't fixed, but it goes in next week, so that's about it. I mean, you know, um, I'm very excited. Look, just because I just because I suck dicks doesn't mean I wasn't in prison. Whatever. I got gotcha, you, brother. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> doesn't mean I'm gay. Um, this uh, I am excited though to go over today's movie. Should we hop into that? Yeah, yeah, we're about that time. Uh, this one was uh, Ashley's pick, and you're gonna have to live with that. Um, we are going over the 1989. Uh, I can't even call it a classic because I didn't know this movie existed before uh, you introduced <laughs> it to me. Leviathan, 1989, uh, directed by George P. Uh, Cosmatos, uh, famous for uh another movie uh well a couple movies that have been featured here cobra and rambo 2 um first blood part two uh so um yeah he's in here and you know what it has a lot of all the places uh everything in this movie it had all the right parts to be good stan winston is doing all the special effects and got to shoot most of the movie uh because uh uh, Cosmatos was just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You can just film it. I'm fine with that. And uh, it even has, and I swear, it has every late 80s and 90s actor who was mm-hmm. almost a lead. Like, yes. they're not quite, they're always second or third build in everything they're in, but they're all in this movie. You get Peter Weller, who I guess, okay, Robocop, that's his big claim to fame. Yeah. But by far the worst actor in this movie particular in particular yes. um you get uh the guy richard uh richard krenna who uh yeah. famous from the movie um of course rambo he's the he's the general from that amanda pays you then you get the great daniel stern uh yes. <laughs> 
famous from, of course, the uh, uh, Home Alone series, as well as the voice of uh, Kevin in The Wonder Years. Well, sorry, and can I also point out, he's been in one other horror movie for sure that I can think of that we've done since I joined the pod, which was Chud. Chud. Oh, yeah, I forgot he's in Chud. God. Uh, You also get the great Ernie Hudson, uh, who's in this movie. Um, And then you also get Hector Elizondo, just out of nowhere. This is just, you also just, we're going to throw him in there into the mix. Um, But overall, a, a hell of a lineup, hell of a cast. And what they proceed to do over 90 minutes is try to rip off aliens and the thing as best they can within 90 minutes uh am, um, I, am I correct on this or no which yes as as i put it to eric i said it's like alien was butt fucking the thing and this was their poopy love child um but i <laughs> i love this movie which we'll get into like why and like all the ins and outs of this this film for sure um but i but i picked it though because i had stumbled onto this movie a few years ago um just sort of like a random free channel watch and as we'll talk about it there are some really great really fun special effects which is like specifically kind of like why i fell in love with it it's again an incredible cast for no reason and i'm i'm sorry but i have to keep with my theme of fucking water-based horror movies water-based people that are stranded on some type of ship (laughs) ashley you've done it again uh this is also this movie comes out in 1989 which was a height and boom of movies that happened at water or underwater uh, 1986 also, or I'm sorry, 1989 also had Deep Star Six, uh, which was released first. Um, and they had, of course, The Abyss, the most successful one, Leviathan, uh, The Evil Below, and The Lords of Deep, aka oh, and I'm sorry, and The Rift, aka Endless Descent. Um, can, all of these I- came out within a year of each other, and <laughs> all of them flopped horribly except for the abyss can i point out though that they all all of these titles all also sound like they could be the names of pornos yes um. <laughs> lords of deep <laughs> yes yeah the abyss yes my giant fucking deep star asshole. six or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> jeremy what's uh, have you seen any of these movies other than the abyss uh didn't we didn't we watch the uh deep star six or what was the other one where um, uh, the, the the doc the captain was another monster? Um, you're with th- Donald Sutherland. You're thinking of virus. You're thinking of virus. Uh, okay, so I no, I didn't see Deep Star Six. You only saw the Abyss. And yes, I met um, Michael Bain. And, oh, that's awesome! Can I also just say, based on what <laughs> Jeremy just said, um just like the ocean there is no limit to the amount of these types of movies that i can find out there <laughs> i thought this was a virus so I and there was a salvage in there they're, they're, they're not they're not they're, they're not they're not actually mining they're trying to get us a, a russian salvage ship in the in the, in the ocean I, named Leviathan. so i have a type and the type is bad water movies. <laughs> but I think I think they just got a a, a a a little ship locker where they got some vodka in the movie. So that's like a a, a salvage. So okay, uh, I do uh, I do 
let's talk about a couple other good things about the movie. Stan Winston um, and his special effects team did do a great job. I thought the set was beautiful for this. Yes. I thought the fact that they built actual underwater suits for each actor that they could use, um, fucking pretty rad. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the monster itself... Okay, maybe the final monster wasn't that great, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was neat up in, as, until I actually saw it. Um. Yeah, well, can I... Can I, I mean... I don't care unless you do, but I do want to jump around then yeah, maybe a little it. bit since you're bringing up the monster. So there's times where it very much reminded me of Hellraiser and the thing, as far as like when we're seeing faces sort of inside other skins and, yeah. and body types. And I was like, that, that for me was like fantastic. And as we see things starting to mold together and, and, um, change and transform i was like oh that's the shit that i always live for those practical effects that we don't see anymore mm-hmm. i don't care how shitty the movie is that'll always draw me in i will say the also the uncredited monster uh the fucking hog that peter weller is sporting in those gray sweatpants in this movie in unimaginable i um it's a fucking i didn't know he was packing a howitzer because i've always seen him in robocop i always saw a flat brimmed fucking cock area but this time this peter weller let me tell you it's weller was full on display yeah eric had to share that with me before the podcast and i was like oh that's that's wild that um apparently Eric isn't the only one with concealed carry. That dude's <laughs> carrying a full gun. <laughs> Hell yeah. He brought the gun from RoboCop and smuggled it in those fucking dungarees. Eric, it's RoboCock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the... Uh, the movie starts out uh, it is a underwater mining expedition and uh, from day one from minute one the shit's going uh, fucking the wrong there there's about to have a suit that's about to depressurize and uh, you find out that that's really fucking bad uh, when you're that deep underwater as we hear uh, Daniel Stern I think I got this clip explain what happens when a suit does become unpressurized because he's seen it and leave Hazy alone, man. One tiny little hole in the fucking toe of his suit, man. No bigger than your dick. <laughs> yeah, boy, the ocean came in, the pressure just crammed his whole body up into his helmet. We just buried his helmet. <laughs> um, I believe in the movie, because, yeah, that's such a great, like, opener to the whole film. I believe in the movie they just call it, like, blowing a suit. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, that's funny because I have also used the phrase "blowing a suit," but it's when I suck off someone that works at Men's Warehouse. Oh, I was gonna, I was, I knew it was gonna be that or the show Suits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a bad show! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, luckily D. Jesus does uh, does live. Uh, they get him back just in time, uh, and they find a fun little uh, aquatic spiders that are underneath there uh, and that makes its way back in with uh, some of them. Um, as they're... Um, uh, we also get to meet uh, uh, Hector Elizondo's character, Cobb, where I like, I like this little... Uh, this little rant he goes on. I swear, this is he could start a podcast just with this. Here we go. I'll tell you what you'd be doing. You're watching news on TV that's so bad it makes you nauseous. So bad that you get in your car to get some fresh air, and after five minutes, you realize the air is so dirty you can't breathe. If you're lucky enough to, if you're lucky enough to get back to your house, it looks the same as everybody else's. Find that your wife is as fat as she ever was. <laughs> 
The only reason your kids aren't strung out in the drugs they were using is because they found some new drugs which screw them up even more, and that's just the good part. You people just don't appreciate how good uh-uh. you've got it down here. Um, <laughs> how did Tim Dillon transport back in time to do this rant? <laughs> I, I have no idea. That, that is hilarious because I have a note in here with his horrible hairline that he's literally always had his whole career. Yeah. And I just said, who does he think he is? Joe Rogaine? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. He said everything about... The only thing that that was missing was the fucking liberals. Am I right? Uh (laughs) Actually, Eric, we might need to make a meme for our Instagram of his head photoshopped on the Alex Jones that says, you turn turn the freaking humans gay. You turned the freaking humans gay. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, that is oh. why we're here. Hey, oh. at least at least at least all the at least all the vodka has coronavirus in it. So. Yes, yes. So uh, as that's, uh, you also learned that the doctor wasn't present, and I don't know what the doctor would have done in this situation. They make a big deal about the doctor needs to be on deck because really Peter Weller is just completely inept as a as a captain. He's like, uh, maybe I need to ask the doc. I was like, well, if the chute depressurizes, he's going to be a fucking meat sickle. Uh, so how yeah. about you get him back inside? That's probably what he would have said, right? Yeah. And I can't help it, but every time. The fucking uh, that Peter Weller talks to to anyone, whatever it is, it's not his job. He goes, "I'm just a rock guy, man. That's all I look at." He was just like, "Look at this body, real quick. I don't need nothing. I'm just a rock guy. Can't can't even imagine this." What about this down ship? He's like, "I'm not a down ship guy. We just tend it in the maritime, and they'll go check it out." <laughs> like he's so anything that's outside, he's the he's the person at work. He goes, "That's not my job," and that's it. He just stays in his lane. <laughs> No, I love that you're pointing this out because I feel like this would be you if, if you were a different person. But given the life experience you have at your jobs where the job you have now, for example, mm-hmm. doing what you do, I'm trying to be like secretive. But I know you got your degree, say, from college in graphic design. Yeah, and yeah. every time someone comes up to you at work and you're like, I just I just make social media posts. I, <laughs> I just do calligraphy. I, got, I don't know. What I, the- I got to leave. I got to yeah. leave right now. <laughs> Um, I have uh, on my on my Facebook. I, I just put down homeless. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so uh, later later on, uh, they uh, they they're playing around, and uh, one of the ladies, uh, uh, Daniel Stern's character, whose name is Six Pack, not because he has a six pack, is because he likes to drink beers and throw them back. Um, Here's a he's about to go have a little spanking bank time uh, as he goes into his little bunk, which is filled to the like covered with. So he walks out, I guess before this, he walks out, and he's wearing boxer shorts and he says something sexual to one of the ladies and grabs a penthouse and is like, hey, I just want you guys to know. I'm jerking off real quick. OK, I'll talk to you guys later. Let me take this with me. Yeah. Uh- no, two, th- two things. Um, one, I love that jerking off is actually referred to as, quote, date with an angel. <laughs> <Which> is- 
horrifying um which i can only i can only assume means all the dead sperm that are going to meet jesus mm-hmm. after he's done um but my nickname used to be 12 pack uh because that was the size of emodium i buy at costco oh that is nice hell yeah yeah so uh he gets back into his bunk and then they start he's like all right um time for jerk off 30 and well i'll be on the golf course in the Here, morning. Hold on. come on baby sit on my face and of course there's a spider in there underwater spider that's fine out of the water uh and under not under pressure it has no problems existing uh and uh, i think bites him on his ankle uh ultimately he says um but you don't know is this the thing that's causing what is happening or is it going to be what we find out shortly after this some more to come um (laughs) so um, he doesn't like that. Uh, the next day they go out mining and we get to see that they have little charge bombs. They'll come up again later in the fucking nanciest kill of a monster you'll ever <laughs> see. Um, <laughs> you, you get to hear, uh, they find some new, uh, a big old vat of ore that they're going to be able to bring back. All and... right. Look. Ah, the cable. Ah! So it's just the whole first act is just Daniel Stern yelling. Um, he falls down a giant chasm and does find an abandoned ghost ship. Uh, he's down there way too long and almost doesn't make it back in time, but does bring back a box of goodies that he's found that's airtight, it looks like. So uh, enters the, the ghost ship Leviathan, uh, which it, it shouldn't be there. <laughs> It shouldn't be there. Um, the doctor reads off, and it, apparently everyone was dead before the sh- sh- uh, ship even sank. Um, the uh, They also find some vodka in there, which is everybody's really pumped about. They're like, fuck yeah, fucking vodka. Let's go. Let's drink some mystery. Everybody's on the ship dead. Vodka. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> Because it had it was the good shit from Russia, you know what I mean. Do you think that it could have been a Tommy Simbazo original cocktail? <laughs> I think so. I think it could have been mostly cum and a little bit of door shavings. So uh, as they uh, as they 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 do, they they want to take the vodka, but you know, the fucking Captain Sally. Uh, Peter Weller's like, well, we got to lock this up, and this is going to go under. This is restricted material. And uh, one more thing. I think if I hear you call me Becky one more time, six-pack, I'm going to pop your tops. All six of them. Oh, <laughs> you ever heard a comeback like that? I mean, Peter Weller just brings an energy of wet bread throughout this entire movie, and I'm kind of here for it. About what, like, every time he tries to be cool, there's multiple scenes of him just talking to himself. He's like, You got to lay down the law to these people. Uh, um, he's it's, just, it's the shining for nerds. He's yeah. just looking at the mirror. Um, I will say, though, the whole like popping the top thing. When I heard that, I agree with you, Eric. I was like, no, Peter Weller seems like more of a bottom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, six packs, uh, 
though, uh, is able to steal the vodka with help of another person. And uh, they pretend that they're going to share it for everybody, but they don't. They just, he and one other lady drink the vodka um, and uh, have a good night. Except the next day, the hangover is not good. Uh, It actually turns uh, Daniel Stern's skin into a full-on Jeremy Woodworth situation where just (laughs) flakes are coming off of his neck and shit. And while... uh, I like the scene where the doctor's like, here, let me just, let me help you out. And he was just like, just takes a scalpel to his neck. He's like, let me just get this chunk of flesh off you with a knife. No anesthesia. He's literally going, ha, ah, ah, like this is the doctor's like, ah, just stop being a pussy. I'm just using a scalpel to take neck skin off of you. Why are you screaming? Um, I want, I want every single scene with Krenna that whatever he talks about in the scene, he's still talking about Rambo. Doesn't matter what he's talking about in the movie, he's still talking about Rambo. You don't you don't just cut a hunk of piece of a, a hunk of somebody's neck off and turn it off, do you? <laughs> so. did, did I realize that just he has no acting ability whatsoever? That is his only part is the guy who's who's a colonel to to talk about Rambo during whatever movie. Yeah. I you know, I think he could be a, a great could have been a great asset in like a, as a colonel in like an A team or a colonel in um like another movie. He could be like a different kind of colonel all the time. I think he could be like a street bum character and be like Yes, I think you can help those are there. Rambo, he might be over there, if, if, but I'm still a street bump. Like, no, you, no, that's what he does. You know what I think he could? That's all he does. You, you know, he could probably do if he, if he would, if you just put him in a comedic role where he had to straight line everything in that voice, he would probably nail that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I just want to say that you both, you both are like popcorn kernels and just get stuck right in between my teeth. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he looks at it under the microscope, and then he's like, well, let me talk to my computer. Now, keep in mind, this is supposed to be the year 2027, so just, uh, you know, not too far into our future right now. Um, this could be happening any day. And I love the computer still works like it's the thing in 1970. Uh, he's just like, so why don't you take a guess what it could be? And then he's like, I don't know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's a little... Maybe it's a little genetic, um, maybe it's a genetic alteration. Could be, may have. And he goes, whoa. I, I hope, I hope there, there's some way they could make this more like alien where they talk to a computer. Yeah. You know, alien or no, but it's a doctor who examines something and he realizes that it's a virus that's trying to replicate and genetically alter us. It's exactly the thing. And the doctor goes crazy and decides that, hey, maybe I should jettison all the pods and ways of escape and ruin if, those. So if, this if, never if has he, a chance of reaching the outside world. Yeah. If, you kind of like the thing. Um, if, he, if he if he could like make some like animation for his Vic 20 and make like little viruses that are talking to like <laughs> yes. that are that are similar a little thing and then he's also like man i could really i could really make some quaker oats while i make this computer man, animation there, there was some real <laughs> shitty there was a shitty animation that they showed briefly where it's it's actually 3d like the really shitty polygon 3d you're like whoa like that and that was supposed to be like yep it'd be a 
That's how assimilation works. I, I think it would have been like also, though, when he talked to another computer, he could play some chess and pour some alcohol into the chess because he blew blew up the chess game. That would have been good, too. I agree. All all good ideas. Now, as, a, as this is all happening, um, Six Pack ends up dying, doesn't make it through the night, and uh, he tells him to go check it out. And uh, we get to hear this. Yes. Is it before Sixpack died? He was undergoing some form of genetic alteration. Genetic alteration from what? Yeah, it could be a million things. Could it have been his a name- million things? Could it have been a million things, though? That- his name is Rambo. His name is Rambo now. How many? Listen, you're talking about a genetic alteration, something you've never seen. What could it have been? Probably could have been a million different things. It's <laughs> obviously something you've never seen. You're telling me there's a million things you haven't seen down here? Down I here? Just, Was it the door? I, Did the I door just, cause that? I wish. I just wish that the mining crew would have been Brian Dennehy. Yes, <laughs> boys. I think you're you're just missing the obvious. They just didn't have the right language in 1989 or 2027. They're called trans amphibians. Al, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're trying to make yourself into a into a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get over here, Rambo. I want to fuck your blowhole. Um, so oh, I I want to pee in any part of the ocean. I want to. <laughs> so the food, the air. The six pack went in that ship. So did Williams. I want to examine the rest of the crew. I don't want to create a panic. So they don't want to tell him that six pack is dead now. Um. They go to check on Six Pack uh, later. Um, Ernie Hudson comes in, has a whole conversation with him. Like, hey, man, we just want you to know I'm not sick. Anyway, hope you're doing better. We saved your share. And he starts moving. He's like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to wake you up. All right. Later on. And he walks his way out. Meanwhile, the other bitch who drank the vodka, her hair starts falling out and she starts freaking out. But it's like a manageable, like, I feel so. My sweet wife loses that much hair every shower. I don't understand the freak out thing that's happening. I was just like, I was like, that's a manageable amount of hair. And she walks in. You th- you're expecting like clumps being missing. No, just full Reba McIntyre do still happening. Um, I thought it was very funny to me. Uh, but she ends up like saying like, oh yeah, that's not good. Oh wait, why does your why does your arm have a fucking vagina on it now? That's not good. And why is it squirting tapio? pudding jeremy has um okay this is the segment of the show where we'll just give jeremy attention now Go i can't ahead. do it i can't do it on my computer because it sucks oh, i mean you've this is like the fifth thing you've tried to show us on your phone and we've ignored but now you have audio so go you're the floor is yours i, try, I tried on. i tried audio and my computer's too slow so but, i couldn't do it but now now it's your turn to talk so go Okay. Um, would you like to be part of the conversation that we're having about this? <laughs> I, I just want to fuck things up. I don't care. I don't I, care anymore. I just I just would wish you would join us with that. We want to talk about the things that you, but this is what we're talking about now. Okay. So um, what were you trying to play? I'm just the Don Rickles of the, of the group. So no, Don Rickles was funny. So um, this <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm the Burt Reynolds. There I'm the, you go. The nutty, nutty, nutty old guy. Now you're getting it. Um, no, so what? I want to know what the audio is. You want me? Do you want me to play it? I'll play the audio. 
I can't play the audio because it doesn't work on my computer. It's okay. That what what was it? The Bo- Ghostbusters theme. Whenever okay, you hear there you go. whenever you whenever you hear Ernie Johnson, you hear the Ghostbusters theme. I I made a note where I called it Ghost of the Abyss Busters. I also I also do do the the version where it's busting 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 check out my big bussy now so um you know you know you know what happens when you uh when you get uh uh canceled as a U.S. senator you get on the Daily Show you know Al Franken Al Franken is on the Daily Show now oh is he on the Daily Show okay well uh I. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna come clean with you. Um, I'm still not gonna watch. Um, so the <laughs> I haven't I stopped watching the Daily Show when they got rid of Craig Kilborn. If I'm being honest with everybody here, he was my only Daily Show host that I uh, ever wanted to see. Uh, I, I like what's his name on uh, the the um the remote control. I think so on MTV. I think okay, a remote. Okay, control it's not reference. Ken Ober because he's not Jewish. Okay. Ah, Ken Obrick. Okay. Shout the out. other guy. Oh yeah. The other guy. Uh, Olnek. So <laughs> Ashley, these were shows that ha- uh, existed before you were born. So, um, and you know, it's fun. Do you know what Remote Control I'm... was, Ashley? It was MTV's no. first game show um, that uh, you could uh, you played with a remote control, and I think it was like a TV trivia show. Did, did you know who was on Remote Control? Um. Y- yes. That's right, Adam Sandler. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, As stud boy. <laughs> so mm, I don't know these things because I'm young and virile. <laughs> so, so uh, she kills herself because she lost a little bit of hair and then saw Daniel Stern's fucking arm pussy. And as that happens. Um, was this Reba McIntyre? They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go to go check on them at, later after they're both dead, and uh, they formed into one person now. Real Lovecraftian. I think the coolest like monster effect was just seeing both of their bodies like, hey, how's it going? Like that. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to burn this abomination and jettison it out to sea. So they decide to just put a body bag over all of it and then tell everybody to carry it. Uh, but as they're carrying it along... Um, I feel something, too. Let's go! Somebody's alive in here. Come on, come on, come on. Hey, are you, are you making us throw alive people in the there? We're talking about what 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 if one's alive? Hold the silence! How about let's do it, Doc? Oh my God, they're alive! Get it up! Let's here. have a look! Nope, don't, don't look. Oh, no! And Hector Elizondo gets fucking slashed across his chest, which you would think would be like, hey, we should probably check on him about that. They're like, nope, we're probably not going to think about that again until something bad happens. Um, so, Can I just point out that that scene really resonated with me because um, that's what it looks like when I'm having sex. And one time someone walked in on me and they too were like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? We have to get rid of it. And they set me and my partner on fire. Oh, your partner's on fire. Dun, 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 dun. I, when two become one. <laughs> I like the aversion of uh, Home Alone, where he actually kills the robbers and there, and he takes their like bloody carcasses with that 
I'm being beaten to death by paint cans. So hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so they are eventually able to just drag it into the little uh, airlock for uh, jettisons things out, uh, but a part of it gets chopped off, and that <laughs> that was a bad idea because now it's loose on the ship and they don't know it. So I like I like I like the the aftermath of Home Alone where they come back from France and it's like where Kevin is like taking care of these like bloody carcasses and just like, you know, he's like fingering entrails and everything. It'd be great. Classic (laughs) Kevin McAllister. It was the greatest Christmas ever. On top of all this, um, they go, they go back to regroup. They're like, man, that was pretty fucking crazy. Do you believe that? <laughs> anyway, um, let's have our two worst actors have some more dialogue together uh, in Peter Weller. And uh, you get this wonderful line here. Homo aquaticus, a man who could live underwater. Think of the possibilities. Regeneration. The ability to withstand extreme cold, pressure. I mean, just think of it. Undersea mining, underwater farming. So what's next, Doc? I mean, what if we run out of airplanes one day? What are we going to do? Just grow a whole bunch of bird people? (laughs) Natura non confundenda est. Loosely translated. Don't fuck with Mother Nature. Oh, don't fuck with Mother Nature. Don't mess with them. We'll make you aquatic people. Loosely translated book of the dead i did think that as well i was like yeah shout out to evil dead i mean he's scientifically right though because god gave me such large labia so i can fly away when the wind is right (laughs) my bird's like a bird my bird is like a bird i don't know where my soul is i don't know where my hole is (laughs) and baby all you need a man like a bird my bird is just a bird um so uh and just like I real birds they don't exist a thousand miles <laughs> <laughs> so uh i do uh now it's a now it's a matter of this thing picking off people one by one the next one is d jesus he's just hanging out talking about wanting to go to switzerland while ernie hudson puts on his super loud headphones he's like well i'm gonna turn my back on you and just watch some nature shows hope nothing bad happens behind me help me help me jones me Okay, we'll go get some help. I'll be right back, okay? <laughs> hey, he's not coming back. <laughs> I love that he's like, uh, just, just stay right there. I'm going to close this airlock door so that I, that's me coming back. I want to make sure you stay here for a long time. Um, and he just leaves him as this snake is like eating his entrails out. It's a wonderful Ugh. scene. Um, and the most, which is what... You should do. Ernie Hudson is the voice of reason. They're like, yeah, I've got a, I got, I got a thing I got to do. I'll be, I swear to you, I'm coming back. I'm coming oh, back. Also, the line he was supposed to say was, it's Bennings. <laughs> it's Bennings. <laughs> People do the same thing to me when I cry in public. They're like, hey. We're going to be back to check on you. And then they lock the door and they're like, don't let people know she's in here crying. Just work it out. Yeah. Hook the hose up and uh, start the car. So um, <laughs> the <laughs> going to have ourselves a real midsummer, if you know what I mean. So it's, uh... it's, all, it's, it's also it's also when I have like a little a little um, 
tat a tat when I'm in the car after uh, coming from a from a game Scott stop. Uh-huh. I really am a woman. There you go. Oh, the name's it's ma'am. Thank no. you, ma'am. That's what you're trying to do. Okay, I got you there. So, now, give me my my money back for my Call of Duty. <laughs> so, uh, uh, next person who gets it though, after they realize that uh, what's his name is fucked and no no longer in there, uh, is Hector Elizondo. He uh, he starts hyperventilating. Oh, they also all arm up at this point and. The 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 craft has uh, standard the most metal looking chainsaws you've ever seen that look that are like triangle shaped, which are mm. somehow only good though to just cut very small tentacles. That's the only thing they get used for. <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. And they were like, you know what? If you were gonna go underwater, you know what you need to have a whole arsenal of flamethrowers. Not just any flamethrowers, ones with four pilot lights in a circle like this uh, <laughs> that also look like something out of the game Doom. Yeah, so, uh, they do have very metal-looking uh, weaponry on there, mm-hmm. which they should have just been carrying the entire film. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Uh, Hector Elizondo, who got scratched earlier, who maybe they should have checked on, uh, becomes fucking sentient. And grabs the doctor and then uh, grabs the doctor and then his mouth has a hand on it and fucking rips his face off. Which I feel like that is really iconic. Even though people may not know this movie, I feel like that move and the way that was designed was so perfect. Like, I feel like it is something I've seen replicated for bands, for brands. Like, it's a very cool... Very cool move. I like it. A little little hand hand on the mouth thing like that. <laughs> Talk oh about... My... Skateboards. But... Skateboards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, Jeremy. Thank you. So, Sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, no, nah, nothing important. Um, oh no, we were thinking the same thing. That yeah, we yeah, both yeah. would love to be sucked off by a mouth and a hand job at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, right? that's and, it. I'm like, to- hey, look. Look, I'm in I'm in court like Richard Ramirez. Hey. <laughs> I was saying it's the teeth prequel. Um the <laughs> The hand job. Uh, it's just, you know, same thing. Remember, remember, it doesn't matter if you have a pentagram in your hand in court, as long as you don't mess with the press and the press like, oh, the press were upset. Oh, okay, whatever. Thank you, Richard Ramirez. I know those murders. So, uh, the doctor's now dead. Hector Elizondo is dead. All we have left is Ernie Hudson, our sweet Captain Peter Weller, and uh, the last, our final lady who's left as well. Um, as this is all shaken out, uh, they get locked in a room. They actually try to draw it out with some blood and realize that uh, we can't fucking hurt this thing. This sucks. Uh, so they decide to call back home. And we haven't really mentioned this character yet, but she's also uh, in another great John Carpenter movie, one of my favorites. The uh, She's the uh, the lady from They Live who's playing the lead in... Uh, 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 who's playing the, uh, the head of the corporation that's watching them. And mm-hmm. I, I did get this uh little bit of audio here as they're trying to talk to her uh uh up top and uh also they can't come and rescue him because there's a hurricane that's happening above there and now they're going to be stuck uh which they thought was going to be 12 hours that they still needed to be alive for when are you coming you said 12 hours remember well that's the bad news the hurricane has turned your way right now it's on a course just answer the goddamn question when are you coming 
Hopefully within the next 48 hours. 48 hours? I realize he must have gone through hell. Gone? Bitch, we still here! I'll have to control the weather. Now rest assured, your SOS was received by the Coast Guard. Bitch, we still here! Um, <laughs> fucking Ernie Hudson crushing it once again. Um... So they get because the the doctor jettisoned all of the AirPods because he was like, "Liz, this shit shouldn't get out of here. We, we should just leave everything down here." Um, we let me just um, they they come up with a new plan. Is like, let's get in our suits and see if we can just get and float our way up to the top. That's going to be our next best mm-hmm. bet, right? So they all go there. Of course, they're confronted. Where we finally get to see the monster who is basically. It's a giant piranha's face. Uh, on it's a fish man, basically. <laughs> it's a big. It's a big fish man. It has tentacles that can come out and faces on its sides. And I, I, I just, it's the best way I could say this. But uh, they end up crushing the fish man just like they crush the other thing. They're getting in the airlock and they're like, "Up, oh, you get crushed." And then they get back and uh, also remember how they said there was a hurricane. There's no hurricane out there. It's clear as day. Everything's fine. They're able to shoot a flare and um, and and hail a helicopter, so everything is working in there. Uh, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the, uh, fucking uh, the thing comes up, bites Ernie Hudson, and like, oh great, the black guy doesn't make it. Um, and that Peter Weller is able to stop this thing with his use of basketball as he fucking and ones of stick of dynamite into its mouth and delivers this line right here which i almost fell out of my chair laughing when i heard him say <laughs> it that this is what they went with here we go say hi motherfucker <laughs> fucking kobe's it into its mouth and sure as shit this motherfucker just explodes like nothing like the movie Jaws or anything else we've ever seen and then I just love this retardedly happy music it's like uh, which brings us pretty much to an end uh, they get off the helicopter there's one more scene the CEO is walking by and he just punches her in the face <laughs> fucking decks this bitch and that's the end of uh, Leviathan uh, 1989. Ashley, your final thoughts on Leviathan. I know it's kind of garbage, but I do love it, and no one can tell me otherwise. <laughs> Hell yeah. Jeremy, Leviathan, would you again? Is there any, is there any point of, like, making the movie any more like another, exactly like another movie? What does he say when he when he's throwing the... the, the dynamite into Blair's mouth. Yeah, it's, ah, say, ah, motherfucker! (laughs) I would have liked it better if he said yippee Kai. (laughs) Yeah. If only they they had drank some Ah, some vodka. Ah, motherfucker! Ah, motherfucker! Ah! Say, say, ah, motherfucker! So, yeah, that, uh, yeah, yippee ki yay. They really did try to force that line on us. Uh, but yeah. I, uh, you know, 
Overall, Leviathan, it's a real fun romp. You can watch it on Tubi. It's for free. You should give it a check out. Uh, uh, there are some kind of cool special effects. And you know what? It's a nice... It, yeah, I somehow how this movie evaded me all these years. It has so many stars that give you the good <laughs> feels of other movies that were better that all of them were in. Um, stop it, it, eating my sesame cake, Ashley. Where can people find you at? Uh, you can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs. You can also find my horror page on Instagram at uh, slash and gash DMV. You can catch me uh, headlining the Abington Grill on April 29th, and then I will be at the Cellar Door April 30th. And you can catch all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. Uh, not a lot going on this month, but hopefully I'll get some on the books. Jeremy, take us out of here. Leviathan! It's the right thing to do! 